Hi, I'm Julie. I'm Kristen. And I'm Kate. Welcome to Season 2 of Topical Island. In every episode, we'll dive into a new topic. From the morbid to the magnificent. The heartfelt to the ridiculous. Join us as each week we take you to a different topical island. Good day, good evening, good afternoon. Happy... Okay, what did Jim Carrey say in that one thing? Good afternoon, good evening, good night. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon and good... Yeah. 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 (laughs) We haven't talked about Jim Carrey in a long time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hello, everybody. How is everyone doing tonight? We're here for another episode of Topical Island. Julie, how are things going? Things are going fine. Uh, Not too much new in my camp. Did you Uh, go tubing? Hilarious. Just so our listeners are aware, for the last two weeks, I came in with the same story, which is that I went tubing once. (laughs) No, uh, I I don't have much of an update. I will confess I booked my first international trip today. Where? You did. With cancellation insurance, fully expecting to have to cancel but uh, to to take my daughter to Disneyland, amazing! Oh. What which one's that? Is that that's Florida? California? California, California, California. Yeah, um, we'll nice. see what happens. But um, I get as much joy out of planning a trip, honestly, as I do actually taking it. So mm-hmm. um, if nothing else, I'll just bring myself some joy in planning it, even if I have to cancel. Are you not taking your son? No, oh. he's way too little. He and Dad will okay. stay home. And oh, you a lady, a girl's trip. Yeah, yeah. that's so fun. I think it is. And honestly, um, like I'm, I'm not saying you know put your head in the sand about these things, but there's been enough reality in you know this month, the past couple years, um, that I don't know. I'm craving a little fantasy. So <laughs> gonna absolutely, gonna go hide at Disneyland. Good for a bit. stuff. How exciting. Hmm. Kate, how about you? What's what's new in your world? I feel like you've been doing a lot of stuff. Well, I, I certainly am not planning any international travel, but <laughs> um, I did take a mini um, trip, uh, just a day trip yesterday out to the mountains and enjoyed the uh, Canonastis Nordic Spa, which oh, um, nice. is a beautiful place to go. And it was lots of fun. And the day before that, I, so I went with a group of women who um, I ran and um, bike and very rarely swim with. They do lots <laughs> of swimming. Anyway, um, but the day before was the uh, Mito Spinathon. And I had an epiphany. In that, I'm pretty sure I talked about the Mito Spinathon last year on yeah. the podcast, on our pod. which yeah. means that we've been doing this a year. March, we came out in March of 2021, and we are coming up on what? March of 2022. That's nuts. Woof, 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 yeah, woof. so that that reminded me of yeah just talking about it last year and it was just as awesome this year it was a lot of fun to participate in and very inspiring and um it was a great uh, great spinathon so a group of us there ended up being 10 of us decided um that it would be a nice reward to s- recover at the spa the following day so that's what we did and it was um, a lot idea. of fun a lot great of fun. idea 
That's awesome. The only only way to recover, really. Yeah. It really is. I oh, mean, I yeah. could have gone back today. It'd be really nice to have that just kind of in my backyard. Yeah. But life. but it makes it an extra special treat, I think. It sure does. Oh, 100%. That yeah. You don't want to get bored of the spa. No. <laughs> Can you imagine? And what about you, Kristen? What have you been up to? Well, I haven't been doing anything horribly significant. I wanted to circle back as, you know, a 2021-2020 term. Wanted to report that I did... I remember at one point we were talking about the Adrian yoga challenge and Mm -hmm. getting to 30 and I was like maybe I'll get there so just for everyone's knowledge right now we're recording it is I don't want to lift the doctor or lift (laughs) the Wizard of Oz veil (laughs) but uh it's February 28th and um I think I made it to day 18 hey the 30 day challenge you're past halfway January you're past halfway Per my uh, expectation, I guess it's going to be March <laughs> by the time I get through the January challenge of yoga. Uh, additionally, I challenged myself to another thing. And Kate, I feel like this might be right up your alley, which is that I was, and I, I live in a condominium. I'm on the third floor. There are people below me. And I, the other night, decided I wanted to teach myself how to Dougie. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> No, Dougie was a precursor to flossing. Oh, right? yeah. Dougie's like oh. 80s, 90s. Is it yeah. Dougie okay. just when you put your, your arm to your forehead? No, oh, that's, that's a, a dab. Dab, right. A dab. Oh, the dab. Dougie is... You'll have to Google Dougie, and I would encourage everyone to. Because it's actually come up a lot. It came up... I think it was like a TikTok trend, perhaps. Um, sorry, and originally it was not a TikTok trend. It, originally it was like a dance move. But it came up on TikTok and a whole bunch of people like our age were living the dream because they were able to show <laughs> off to the younger folks they could Dougie, which I right. could not do. And it's a lot of hopping and a lot of my neighbors below me not loving me. But I yeah. would challenge the both of you to Google a Dougie. Yeah, it definitely is right up my alley. I recently, just yesterday at the spa, was telling the girls that <laughs> I would really love to learn how to dance like a drag queen. But I'm oh. pretty sure, I mean, it is not easy. Wait, I, I think of like more of drag queens do so much sachet. Yes, there's lots of <laughs> They don't do a lot of dugging. No, <laughs> there's not a lot of dugging. But I mean, to do a death drop is one move. That's like oh, the, the that's move. Like how you shut it down as a, as a oh. queen, I think, at my understanding from watching 13 seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm if I can teach this. myself... How to floss. You guys can do anything. We can learn yeah. how to Dougie. We can do anything. We can do anything! <laughs> Except to kip up. We're not going to go there. We, you need a trampoline. There's That's an investment. <laughs> Julie, we can do anything, but can you take us to a different topical <laughs> island? I am going to take you to Cahokia. Tell Cah- me what that is. Cahokia. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Cahokia. Okay. So recently from the library, I borrowed a book called The Four Lost Cities. And in it, it talks about cities that are lost. Kristen is making a face. Have you read this book? No, the lost, what's the under Atlantic? Atlantis? 
Atlantis. Okay, so yes, Atlantis is the most famous lost city. Now, the problem with this Atlantis is that we're not even sure it exists. But the four cities that, right? We don't know where it is. (laughs) It remains undiscovered. But in the four lost cities, she talks about, uh, the author talks about cities that have been, let's call them rediscovered, which were abandoned for some reason or another. So very famous example would be Pompeii, Mount Mm -hmm. Vesuvius erupts, lava comes down, bye-bye Pompeii. And the city obviously was abandoned and is under all that lava, but um, we know where that city is and you can... You can do archaeological digs and find it. But the one I had never heard of, they also talk about Angkor Wat, which was like this massive, basically a massive civilization. And um, due to like poor construction, basically because the king had an ego, everybody had to leave because between disease and um, changes in like the weather patterns and stuff, they all had to leave, but a few monks remained behind, but it wasn't until hundreds of years later that it was sort of rediscovered and you can go to Angkor Wat now. Mm-hmm. But the city I had never heard of was Cahokia. So it's thought to have been a sort of, it was a planned city. The spot was chosen and it was at its time in about a thousand uh, A.D. or C.E., depending on if you use the older new terms. Um, mm-hmm. But it started as about 1,400 people and grew to about 40,000, which at oh. that time rivaled this London, England. So a massive mm-hmm. city. Mm-hmm. So to build the city and construct it, there was 120 earthen mounds, and they estimate that 55 million cubic feet of earth were moved around to create all of the spaces and the mounds and the buildings that were there. Um, the largest mound was 10 stories tall, covered 14 acres. It was surrounded by four large plazas. They were aligned perfectly northeast, southwest. And in the center was the largest mound, which is now called the Monk's Mound. And in this large mound, um, it was the site of the sizable building in which Cahokia's political and spiritual leaders met, according to archaeologists. So they built this town. It was incredibly well-planned. I shouldn't say town. This was city. Like, you know, much of the world wasn't urbanized, but this was this massive city, which at its peak, they figure about 40,000 people. And they viewed it as a pilgrimage city. So, uh, you know, groups of indigenous groups would come together and meet and this was like, this is where the happening spot. It had two mile long palisades with bastions um, to protect it. Now, interestingly enough, they did find some massive burial grounds with mass graves. So there's some question as to, were there lots of wars? They even saw that it had been rebuilt upon itself a couple of times during its history. Hmm. That said, by the year 13, 1350, empty. It was abandoned. And no one knows why. The assumption 
um, could easily be that it was on a river, that it could have flooded, but there's no ge- uh, geological evidence that that's what happened. And they thought, well, maybe 40, there was... 40,000 people. 40,000 people. So can you imagine in a span of 300 years from like 1,400 people to this bustling, massive metropolis, and then and then within 300 years, gone, abandoned, left. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Are you going to, is it a secret where, like where it is? Well, this to me is the most interesting, one of the most interesting parts about it. Now I'll tell you a little bit more. Um, So we've got this big center building. They've got um, these games, kind of similar to if you've seen, uh, I believe in the Maya culture, they like at a lot of their um, large... Uh, temples at the time they had like big like stadiums for like playing games yeah. in so it was like that... ball game or something called like ball game or something yeah yeah with a, like a hoop and yeah. very similar very similar and something else that they found was Cahokia Woodhenge so you may be familiar with Stonehenge <laughs> yeah. but they had Woodhenge which Cahokia was... Woodhenge Cahokia Woodhenge <laughs> Which basically was these massive timber structures with like a big, perfectly like symmetrical circle that was basically the calendar. It was a solar calendar. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah. So you can still, people go there to actually nowadays, people have started to migrate back and to go and check it out at, so at like the equinox and the solstice because of the way the. Uh, the sun aligns, you can go and check it out because they've actually rebuilt Cahokia Woodhenge. It's um, cool. Yeah, so capable of marking the equinox and solstice sunrises and sunsets for the timing of agricultural cycle and religious observances. So basically Stonehenge, but wood. So there's this, you know, we've heard of Machu Picchu and Angkor Wat and, um, you know, we're all familiar with Pompeii, but this city that was abandoned and disappeared can be found outside of St. Louis, Missouri. What? Yes. So this metropolis was the largest city north of Mexico, but that's exactly right. And Woodhenge wasn't discovered until the 1960s when they were building an overpass. That's, you're blowing my mind right now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And the river in question that it was situated on is the Mississippi. What? So to put this in perspective, so this is an amazing place that I had never heard of. We had never heard of. It is basically like we're Canadian. It's basically in our backyard. Um, and they yeah. figure at about in in these days, about 250,000 people visit it every year. To put that in perspective, St. Louis is famous for that big arch yeah four million people visit that every year so it's it's amazing to me that like as part in st louis is what was the largest cosmopolitan center of that time of that that sort of medieval time and it was an indigenous indigenous group built it group uh, indigenous obviously (laughs) like it was this was long before colonization and it was called the mississippians now are the is the what's the word group who built it the people who built it 
the people who built it. Sure. And and it is a completely underplayed story. Most people, you know, go to Mexico and they go see ruins, but there is literally these massive ruins and they're unbelievable. As I said, Monk's Mound was is a hundred feet tall and um, Woodhenge has been built, rebuilt, and it's like 850 meters wide, I believe. And, you know, tell is this like a solar calendar, but we've never heard of it. It's lost and it's right here in North, in, in the States. That's crazy. Oh so where, God. what's the, do you know the origins of the name? Like how come it's called what it is? Cahokia. So it's called what it is because that is a name given to uh, an indigenous group of that area. Nobody knows the actual original name of this city. Some archaeologists suggest that whatever happened that caused everybody to leave left such a bad taste in people's mouths, I'm just quoting here, that their oral history of this city was never passed on. Pun intended. Pun intended. Wait, pun? Yeah. Well, what? a bad taste in your mouth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oral okay. history. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I, got <laughs> I didn't. Thank you for explaining. <laughs> um, Julie, do do you know what indigenous like they refer like what they refer to them as the Mississippians? Okay. Yeah. Crazy. And um, I'm going to. I will obviously share um, these photos, and we'll put them up on our Instagram. And as I mentioned, it was built like very symmetrically. It was a planned city. Um, so it's perfectly aligned north, south, east, west. You can see there's lots of, um, there's basically was a fortified wall around it. Lots of mounds, lots of elevated areas and buildings. But it was abandoned after about 300 years. And it remains a mystery to this day as to why and what happened to this story. I think this should be, uh, you know, when uh, Topical Island goes on tour. <laughs> where is it in the Missouri, Julie? Do you know? Do you know where in the state it is? Uh, yeah, right, right next to St. Louis. Oh, right next to St. Louis. Okay, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Holy moly! This is well, and then I just have. I feel like that's such a can of worms. I want to know all the answers. Like, what happened? What happened? Why did it- they all have to go? Yeah, and just disbanded. And there's no deaths. There's no, like, massive deaths, obviously. Like, they haven't found a lot of bodies. Or... They, they you did... said there's a mass graves, but... So they have found four young males missing their hands and skulls. They found a mass grave of more than 50 women, all about um, 21 years old, with their bodies kind of arranged in two layers, separated by matting. And a mass burial containing 40 men and women who have been, who appear to have been violently killed. Um, In fact, it looks as though they might have just been, like, still been digging their way out. So they may not have been dead when they were buried. So they're not quite sure. This was in one specific mound that um, they, that they were, that this what I just mentioned was found, but they're not really sure how it relates. Um, and it looks like, you know, that this was kind of early on in the history of Cahokia, <laughs> Cahokia sorry, <laughs> of Cahokia. So it, it, it doesn't necessarily look like 
there was some really violent, some violence towards the end that left. Um, right. So it just remains rather unclear. It's it's a real mystery. And as I said, it appears that the oral history has gone with it. Mm-hmm. So that is Cahokia. And that's, that's all that I have for you. Although I would encourage everybody to do research um, and go to uh to Cahokia if you're given the opportunity I'm going to Cahokia did, did sorry so none of the other uh hi- histories around that time you say mention them really is that why you're like the that there just appears to be no um be, obvi- uh, not obviously there was no written history and there is no yeah. oral history which was more typical of how um indigenous groups of the area were passing along information Mm -hmm. and there was nothing to the extent that they don't even know the name of this mysterious city yeah because it's interesting that there wouldn't like be other people around yeah exactly that would have mentioned it in their histories or passed it down or had been like and then we had this you know exited or mass entry of um refugees one day like you know what i mean if they yeah. were well the thing to remember is in much of north america the indigenous groups were nomadic for the large part this was an anomaly to have to have right. a city and such a large a city yeah that w- lasted for years i mean it's one thing to have uh you know a few years but this was 300 about 300 years and yeah it one of a kind in that area and and it seemed whatever happened it was not carried forward in north america that was the largest um known city up until about the 1780s when i think it was um philadelphia um became was the biggest city to surpass it so it's amazing to think it was a very large city for its time yeah but um i will say one one little plug I have um, is that <laughs> that they are hoping to they are hoping to get it a historical designation um, so that it can one be preserved as well as to hopefully draw more tourism and attention to the story of Cahokia. Okay, so they do have their marketing people on it. Yeah, it just seems to be kind of slow and 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 as I said, th- the majority of the discovery of it was simply because of urbanization in modern times right you're building a freeway there was always known to be this very tall mound but nobody really knew what its story was or why and um yeah i mean my mind's blown but i would also be very very curious to hear where kate's taking us on her good news story all right well i'm gonna take a hard left here uh what i've pulled together for the two of you and and everyone listening is not yes. your typical news story. Okay. Um, oh. As we had mentioned, as Julie was saying when she was wanting a little bit of fantasy in her life, when I was thinking of what can I, you know, hopefully I stumble across something, but what do I, there's lots of not not happy news stories happening at the moment. And so so what, what I thought I would do is just <laughs> read you some ridiculous news headlines that were published in in papers and the last one's a treat and I do have a little bit of that story okay um, but I I want to keep us right here in Mississippi um, oh which is our first headline which reads Mississippi's literacy program shows improvement well Mississippi is spelt wrong oh. <laughs> <laughs> the next one 
Hospitals resort to hiring doctors. <laughs> oh, Number God. three. Bottom of the barrel. <laughs> what is the time frame on this? Sorry. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just came... I just came across ridiculous headlines and was like, okay, perfect. Okay, I'll take it. Okay, I've got nine, so just short of a top ten list. Okay, number three, Utah Poison Control Center reminds everyone not to take poison. <laughs> now keep in mind, these are the like these are like front page headlines. Number four, federal agents raid gun shop, comma find weapons. <laughs> number five. Most earthquake damage is caused by shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. Police arrest everyone on February 22nd. That's it. That's it? That's it. <laughs> Just everyone? <laughs> Just everyone. <laughs> Number seven. Uh, breathing oxygen linked to staying alive. No. Oh, brother. Number eight forecasters call for weather on monday nice i hope so and number nine goat accused of robbery now this is the story i'll indulge you excellent (laughs) tell us more so police in nigeria are holding a goat on suspicion of attempted armed robbery vigilantes armed (laughs) vigilantes But just wait, this is no 7-Eleven robbery. Vigilantes (laughs) seized the the black and white goat, saying it was an armed robber who had used black magic to transform himself into an animal to escape after trying to steal a Mazda 323. So stealing a car. The goat was armed, stealing a car. A spokesperson for the police... Um, in the eastern state of Koar, said, quote, the goat is in our custody. Vigilantes saw some hoodlums attempting to rob a car. One escaped while the other turned into a goat, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the long and short of my goat story. So that's my uh, different spin <sighs> on a good news story for y'all tonight. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Kristen is dejected by it. <laughs> no, I am. I know. I'm just trying to. I'm just like. I know. I I love it, and I'm just trying to figure out if a goat was walking away, and they figured that was an individual who had been a person, and then a goat. Or did... well, I think so. Or did the robber use black magic, turn himself into the goat to get away? Because thinking, thinking, hey, these police are too stupid to arrest an animal. Well, little did that goat know, they were willing to take him downtown. <laughs> Just processing, Julie. Not dejected. No. Okay. Well, I don't. I wouldn't blame you. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> And the poor goat is the one suffering here. It's true. I know. Is the goat in prison now? How it sure sounds what like year it. was this? Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't. I. I don't have further information on whether he got was out on bail or waiting a trial. No bail. He I'm was sure. a, considered a flight risk. Oh boy, poor goat. Uh, uh, no, I can't. I'm trying to think of a really um, good goat pun, but it's not coming to me. I mean, the breadth of this conversation, I can't even imagine that (laughs) Julie Kate Island Hoppers, is it possible that you have not found what you were looking for? 